chase that tad and of the freight. Couple of kids in a Chevrolet. Catch a little air when we cross the tracks. Sipping on some from a paper stack. You hang your shirt on that maple lamp. Slipping through the moon to the river frame. How to barbecue right studios in Hernando, Mississippi. Rooster Production brings you Under the Water Tower. Presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Good morning, UTW Podcast listeners. Uh, today is Tuesday, December 14th. A little bit different this morning. Obviously, did not start off with morning, Matt. Good morning, Derek, because uh, Derek is a bit under the weather. So uh, we will be flying, or I will be flying this uh, this ship, uh, Han Solo, this morning. Uh, going to be working by myself, and uh, hopefully uh, will be a decent show, and I can put together something for you that you guys can enjoy. So definitely want to wish Derek get well wishes. Uh, actually want to wish Derek happy birthday wishes from yesterday. Uh, Derek's birthday was yesterday. Day. So uh, nothing like spending your birthday uh, in your slippers and robe uh, as you uh, try and get better and start to feeling better, get back to, uh, you know, to society. So we wish him definitely uh, get well wishes and birthday wishes as well to uh, get back to the UTW podcast for this coming up Friday show. But, uh, you know, again, going to be flying by myself. But the opening music this morning was uh, Mr. Morgan Wallen. Uh, we're going to talk more about Morgan uh, Wallen here in just a moment. But three sold out shows in DeSoto County this past week, a Friday, Saturday and Sunday night show all shows sold out in a matter of minutes so uh very impressive and a good you know big deal here in desoto county uh because it was in you know at the lander center todd mastery has been on our show todd runs the lander center for the uh, county really appreciate him coming on uh, months ago to give us a uh, kind of a glimpse into what it's like to run the lander center also told us more about the snowden grove improvements that Derek uh, covered last week uh, so just really big things happening at the lander center and snowden grove amphitheater but this past friday saturday and sunday was a heck of a showing for those guys again sold out shows all weekend long. Very impressive. I did reach out to someone and possibly when I found out last night that Derek was not going to be able to give it a go, reached out to Mr. Brian Couch and asked, hey, would you be interested in jumping in with me? And uh, he texted me back and said, look, as much as I'd like to, I've got stuff to do this morning regarding real estate. I've got customers that I need to be working for. And that's the kind of commitment you're going to get from Brian Couch and Terry Thomas with Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. He did not want to come on because he'd already made plans to work for customers this morning. 7.30 I think was his first appointment working on real estate this morning so definitely definitely appreciate i know his customers appreciate that and look team couch of birch realty group is our 2021 presenting sponsor they possess over 65 years of combined real estate experience they are the number one team for residential real estate for almost 13 years have absolutely been a major part of real estate in DeSoto County. They possess over 25,000 closings since 2009. That's 25,000 closings since 2009. Whether you're buying or selling a home in DeSoto County, in Tate County, anywhere in the Mid-South, reach out to Brian and Terry with Team Couch. They are currently offering a free, no obligation market analysis. They simply need your address. Give them your address. They can tell you all about your neighborhood, your street, your zip code, what's going on in your city. They can tell you how long houses stay on the market, how fast they close. Brian and Terry possess all the analytics that you're going to want your realtor to have. They are full-time, full-service realtors, which means this is all they do is serve their customers. Give them a call at 662-449-1700. That's 662-449-1700. 
or call Brian on his cell phone, 901-461-7653. That's 461-SOLD, S-O-L-D. Also learn more about them at teamcouch.com. That's teamcouch.com, where you can also do a search for a new home. Teamcouch.com. Thank you, Brian and Terry, for being our 2021 sponsors. Pretty lonely this morning here in the uh, How to Barbecue Right Shop studios, but we always want to continue to thank them for being our 2021 studio sponsor. The How to Barbecue Right Shop is located right here in Hernando at 496 Whitfield Drive. This store has everything a person needs for barbecue, crawfish, and all other kinds of outdoor cooking. Whether it's rubs, sauces, thermometers, cast iron, cutting boards, knives, or a really cool high-end smoker, Malcolm's Shop is your place to go. If you've ever seen his How to Barbecue Right cooking videos on YouTube, you need to stop by his shop today. Find him on Facebook at H2Q Malcolm Shop. Give him a call at 912-9947. That's 912-9947. Visit his website, howtobbqright.com. That's howtobbqright.com. But the best thing to do, especially leading into the Christmas season, if you're looking for gifts for the chef or the outdoor cooker in your life, Malcolm Shop is where you want to go. They can put together gift baskets. They can put together things for you. Give them your budget. Tell them what you're looking for, and they can walk you all around their shop to help you pick out the perfect gift for the man and woman in your life that likes to cook outside. Again, visit the How to Barbecue Right Shop located right here in Hernando at 496 Whitfield Drive. Thank you, Malcolm and Rochelle, for being our 2021 studio sponsor. Well, even though I'm by myself this week, still going to work through some things. Uh, show's not going to change much. Let's work on our word from the weekend. I'll do two words. Uh, first word, definitely want to spend a couple of minutes, uh, a little bit of time and speak about this. Uh, of course, I, I talked about the, the concert the other night, which will be part of my my word from the weekend. Uh, but, you know, I'm going to mention this. Since our last show, we released our shows on Tuesday and Friday. Last Friday night, uh, weather came through DeSoto County. Weather came through eastern Arkansas I mean, really just covered, you know, hundreds of miles from the East Coast all the way down into Texas. Absolutely tremendous. And just want to spend a, spend a second uh, sending our thoughts and prayers towards uh, Mayfield, Kentucky, towards Monette, Arkansas. Uh, I, I, in sales, most listeners know that I worked in sales for a number of years, and I passed through Monette, Arkansas numerous times. And just a really, really sad situation. Shout out to the people that uh, part of the news crews, and I know we get frustrated with the media and, and, and news stations sometimes, but their coverage of weather is tremendous. Now, sometimes they may, you know, interrupt your favorite game or interrupt your, your favorite show uh, to cut in and, and talk to you about, um, you know, weather that's in the area. And maybe maybe it's 200 miles away from you, but they're still talking about it. But man, just really good coverage by them from a standpoint of warnings, a standpoint of saying, hey, take cover. The number of, in the last 40 years, the number of deaths from major hurricanes and tornadoes here in the United States has absolutely plummeted. And so much of that is meteorology and the science that's out there now that these people use. So definitely a shout out to those people that uh, work hard to do that and bring that news, that information, and hopefully that safety warnings to uh, listeners. Just heartbreaking scenes coming out of Mayfield, Kentucky, coming out of uh, you know different Kentucky regions. I, I, I read yesterday that uh, one gentleman said, hey, Mayfield, Kentucky is where the, all the news media is, but if you go just a few miles outside of town, a few miles north, uh, we're just as bad. So thousands and thousands of people are, are affected by this. 
Uh, we have people in our community uh, that grew up close to some of these areas. Uh, we have people in our community that knew some of the people that may have perished. Uh, so really just a, a terrible, terrible uh, thing that happened since our last show last Friday night uh, in the, the southern region. And we just want to say uh, our thoughts and prayers are definitely with them. If you're interested in making donations, reach out to the Red Cross, reach out to the Salvation Army, get on Facebook. I can assure you there's hundreds of ways that you can donate, whether it be time, money, uh, efforts, whatever that, that can possibly go to Kentucky or Arkansas or Tennessee, uh, all the different states that were affected this past Friday night. So our thoughts and prayers definitely go out to them from the UTW podcast. My next word from the weekend, again, go back to what we talked about earlier. It's going to be sold out. Yes, that's sold out. Three sold out shows by Morgan Wallen, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I think the first Friday and the Saturday show may be sold out in less than 30 minutes. So they created a Sunday show to serve uh, their customers. When we were leaving the show on Sunday night, uh, no secret, most people know that I own vans and, and we have different rental vans. So I was picking up the people that we were with and, and a lady tapped me on the window and said, hey, how much is it to get a ride to the Holiday Inn? It was two young ladies that were from Oklahoma. Uh, they had come in for the show all the way from Oklahoma for the for either this show or maybe all three shows. I'm not sure. But that just shows you the kind of stretch that Morgan Wallen has. You can like him or not like him. Uh, I know what I saw on Sunday night was uh, pretty impressive, really, really good show. The opening acts, uh, Ernest, who's a writing buddy of Morgan Wallen, and then Hardy, which is definitely uh, somebody with about five top ten hits on his resume so far, uh, was with him. And look, show started at 7.30, ran till well past 10.30, a really, really good show. They did a great job. And uh, shout out to Todd Mastry and the folks at the Lander Center for uh, hopefully a successful show for three straight nights. I know that was really something they were probably happy for moving out of the COVID era and trying to rebound. So definitely some solid receipts when it came to parking concessions, all that kind of stuff. So shout out to the Lander Center for just a wonderful, wonderful job. And again, like Morgan Wallen, don't like Morgan Wallen. I know what I saw on Sunday night, and I saw 10,000 people really, really enjoying themselves on a Sunday night. And uh, I know the Friday night show and the Saturday night show were definitely just as big. Uh, Morgan Wallen's going to be more of a – I'll describe it like this. He's uh, the, the 14-year-old young lady is going to enjoy Morgan Wallen, and by her enjoying Mor Morgan Wallen, her mom is going to enjoy Morgan Wallen. And that's kind of what it looked like. You had a lot of moms that had driven their kids to the show or got tickets with their kids or for their kids, and they were enjoying singing along to every song. So, you know, it's not the kind of country music maybe we grow up with it's not Alabama or George Strait or something like that but you know it is what it is when it comes to uh you know what, what are the kids listening to these days that are 13 to 18 13 to 22 and that's the kind of stuff they're listening to going to be Morgan Wallen Hardy very very young crowds uh were there on uh Friday Saturday and Sunday so really really uh you know a good experience for me on Sunday night I enjoyed taking my son we were seated around other teenagers that were really really enjoying themselves and I mean as parents that's kind of what we all enjoy is you know what are our kids enjoying uh what makes our kids smile whether we like that kind of music or not or we like his music or not uh he really really did a good show uh this past Friday Saturday and Sunday so shout out to the Lander Center shout out to DeSoto County for benefiting four three sold out shows most listeners know that it is not uh, Alderman meeting time. First and third Tuesday, again, first and third Tuesday is going to be the Alderman meeting. So that was last week and this coming up week. So right before Christmas, they'll have their second meeting for December and they'll wrap up calendar year work for the city. But a little bit of news did come out uh, since our last show. House Speaker Philip Gunn spoke at an Economic Council luncheon. Gunn was the keynote speaker this past Friday since our last show at the DeSoto Economic Development Council quarterly luncheon and said that the state has $1.8 billion in the ARPA funds, that's the American Rescue Plan Act, funds spent on projects and another $4.4 billion 
on the way as part of the trillion-dollar infrastructure bill that was recently signed into law. Gunn said expanding access to broadband will be a big part of the spending. Gunn also addressed other state issues, including redistricting, banning critical race theory in schools, the Mississippi 15-week abortion ban bill recently heard on appeal by the Supreme Court, and eliminating the state income tax. He said DeSoto County will likely get a new House legislative district as part of the redistricting because of recent population growth. DeSoto County, Hernando included, continues to grow each and every year, definitely continues to grow every 10 years for the census. So that's what that's, that means. We will get another representative in the House of Representatives here in DeSoto County. So that's a big deal that we have another vote. Gunn also advocated for eliminating the state income tax, which he said would result in a $371 million increase in the state's gross domestic product, also known as the GDP. State revenue collection, apparently fueled by consumer spending, continue to grow at a historic pace. State tax collections for the first five months of the current fiscal year are $215 million, which is up 8.5% above the amount collected during the same period last year, according to the November revenue report recently released by the staff of, of the Legislative Budget Committee. Revenue growth this year has been fueled primarily by the sales tax. The sales tax revenue for the year is up $195 million, which is 24% increase. The sales tax levied on internet purchases, also known as the use tax, is up 11.6. The sales tax collections indicate strong consumer spending. Also factored into the increase in the sales tax is the fact that inflation has risen, meaning people are paying more for retail items, let's not forget that, resulting in an increase in the sales tax paid. So as your gas gets higher, your eggs get higher, your meat gets higher, your bread, your Thanksgiving dinner, your Thanksgiving lunch and dinner, that was more expensive. So obviously, larger percentage. If sales tax is collecting off of $60 for Thanksgiving lunch this year compared to 40 last year, obviously sales tax are going to be higher. So that's pretty simple to figure out there. Personal income tax collection is up a modest 1.2%. Total tax collections through November are $2.76 billion. The strong collections for the current fiscal year come on the heels of growth of 16% or $935 million for the previous fiscal year, which ended in June. Not only are collections strong for the year, but also for the month of November. The state collected $532 million in November 2021, compared to 477 in November of 20. The state of Mississippi is absolutely booming. Don't listen to anything anybody says. The state of Mississippi is rocking and rolling when it comes to retail sales. They're up, they're up, they're up. And when they are up, we're all up. While collections are strong overall, there are a few categories of revenue that are down for the year. The corporate income tax is down 10%. The tax on insurance premiums down by around a million dollars. The tax on tobacco, alcohol, and beer are down 4.4% or 5.3 million after a surge in alcohol purchases last year. So let's not forget, during the pandemic of 2020, when everybody was sitting at home, everybody was talking on you know, house party or Facebook or whatever, sitting at home drinking wine, the, t the alcohol sales skyrocketed. So, of course, 21 is going to be down compared to 2020. So that makes total sense right there. On the other hand, casino tax collections are up 28%. Again, 2020, nobody could go. 2020, casinos were closed. Now that people are back going to casinos, people are back gambling on the coast, going to Tunica, and they're up 28%. So that makes complete and total sense. Philip Gunn wrapped up with this. The strong tax collections have resulted in a state surplus that is likely close to be $2 billion as the legislature meets in January to consider such items such as a significant teacher pay raise and the possible elimination of the income tax. So again, most of our UTW podcast listeners will get what I'm about to say. 
you really, what you definitely want to do is give $2 billion to the state legislature with not necessarily uh, directions on how to spend it. So you can uh, sense my, <laughs> my joke there for sure. But, um, you know, it is what it is. $2 billion in the, the savings fund, $2 billion in excess is pretty impressive and pretty good to have. And I'm sure, or hopefully, those men and women in the legislature can, uh, you know, down in Jackson when they meet starting in January, can use, put that money to good use. I would assume, you know, set some aside of what they can aside for rainy day funds. A uh, tough part about government is the word rainy day funds is uh, kind of something they always know is there and always uh, are potentially uh, one signature away from, from tapping into that. So, you know, going to be interesting. Thank you to Philip Gunn, the uh, House Speaker, for coming in, talking to the DeSoto Economic Council about things going on in the state, the uh, wonderful, wonderful things happening in Mississippi when it comes to taxes, revenues, and so forth and so on. I continue to say it, though, before I move on from this. It's, it's really a struggle for me because so much of politics right now is tied into money. And that's a bit frightful for me as a, uh, as a dad, as a 43-year-old gentleman resident in the state of Mississippi. But so, much of us, so many of us are looking for leadership, not necessarily what you can do for us. And I know in today's world, sadly, that kind of goes hand in hand. People think people are good leaders because they bring money for bridges or they bring money for, hey, let's, in, let's improve our traffic and stuff like that versus being a good leader. Being a good leader, somebody to be uh, positive, somebody to bring positivity to the state, you know, and lead us into the future, lead us into the next 20, 30, 40, 50 years, lead us out of being number 35 or 45 or number 50, lead us into the top 20, top 10, top 15 uh, of states across the country. Uh, and it doesn't always have to do with money. So I'll, I'll just I'll just leave it at that. So thank you again to Philip Gunn, the House Leader. And if you're looking for somebody to help lead you when it comes to insurance, Lauderdale Insurance Agency, your local State Farm provider, is located at 11 West Commerce Street, directly across from the Hernando Post Office. Lauderdale Insurance is owned and operated by Sam Lauderdale, former alderman and local resident of Hernando. His team specializes in insurance for life, home, business, and auto. Mr. Sam encourages you to compare coverage, service, and price, but feels confident Lauderdale Insurance Agency should be your insurance provider. Please call Sam, Sherry, Angie, or Jennifer at 429-5213. That's 429-5213. Or find them on Facebook at Lauderdale Insurance Agency. Again, that's Lauderdale Insurance Agency on Facebook. Thank you to Mr. Sam for being a longtime sponsor of the UTW Podcast. We certainly, certainly appreciate it. Recently had the opportunity to work with Mr. Sam and his team over at State Farm when it comes to car rentals. They uh, had a kind of customer that needed some help. Uh, we were able to work together between mobile car and van rental and the State Farm office, and we got everything taken, taken care of for that customer. Really, really appreciate Mr. Sam and his team thinking about mobile car and van rental when it comes to helping their customer out. Mobile car and van rental located at the corner of Commerce and McCracken. So before you turn to go to the National Guard Armory, right there where the old burger shop is, that's where mobile car and van rental, you can see the cars, see the vans sitting right there on the corner. Megan, our manager, is ready to assist. Look, if you're going to look at Christmas lights or you're going to uh, take a trip for Christmas or take a trip over New Year's, if you're going down to the Sugar Bowl, if you're going down uh, you know, to follow Mississippi State for their bowl game and you want to travel as a group, call us. We have vans available. They're filling up fast. 662-469-4555. That's 662-469-4555. If you have to put your car in a body shop, if you have to put your car in a place for repair, please reach out to Mobile Car and Van Rental. We can take care of you for daily rentals, weekly rentals, monthly rentals, 
anything you need, give us a call first versus driving to the airport, driving into Memphis, or uh, you know, one of the larger companies say, yeah, we have a car for you, it's all the way in Bartlett, or we have a car for you, it's all the way in Oxford. So please consider calling and using Mobile Car and Van Rental, 662-469-4555. And lastly, the secret is out. North Point Christian School is DeSoto County's most popular private school destination. 211 new students made the switch and became part of the North Point family just this year, pushing their enrollment to record levels. North Point will be hosting their first Sunday open house of the year, that's calendar year, on Sunday, January 9th at 2 o'clock. They encourage prospective families to come and see why families in three states, 28 cities, and 41 zip codes have made North Point DeSoto County's largest and most desirable Christ-centered college preparatory school. Interested families should reserve their spot today by contacting Director of Admissions, Mrs. Sheila Sharon, at 662-349-5127. That's 662-349-5127. Again, that is for Sunday, January 9th at 2 p.m. Reach out to Ms. Sheila again, 349-5127. They invite you to get ready to make the switch and join the North Point family. Thank you to Lauderdale Insurance Agency. Thank you to Mobile Car and Van Rail. And certainly thank you to North Point Christian School for continuing to be sponsors of the UTW podcast. Well, Tuesday's show, middle of the show, leads us into our DeSoto County Fact of the Week. Our DeSoto County Fact of the Week brought to us every week by Rob Long and his staff over at the DeSoto County Museum located across from Bancorp South right here in Hernando on Commerce Street. They're open Tuesday through Saturday from 9 to 5. Again, 9 to 5, Tuesday through Saturday. If you've never visited the DeSoto County Museum, you're missing out. Wonderful exhibits, wonderful information, wonderful artifacts from our wonderful county that we live in, that we call home. Please take your kids, take anybody that comes into town. I actually took my mom when she came into town one time so we could take a look at the DeSoto County Museum to learn more about where we were calling home now. So we really, really enjoyed that. So take them over. Admission is completely free does not cost you a dime i know sometimes we're looking for free things to do or places to take our kids and the desoto county museum is a prime example especially if you have teenagers they can look around learn more about the county they live in uh, just wonderful wonderful place that we call home well our, our desoto county fact of the week for this week apparently hernando did not have paved streets surprisingly until 1950 and it actually took a very contentious vote had to be held in order to get streets paved Residents had put up with dust and mud for more than a century by that time. At that time, the streets were leveled by a terrace machine. Most people, most farmers especially, know terrace rows sprinkled every afternoon to settle the dust. So imagine that. Commerce Street was simply watered, sprinkled every afternoon to control the dust. As unsatisfactory as that method was, it cost the town only $2,600 a year. So we're definitely doing it for cost purposes. The town board had a survey done and found that the cost of concrete paving for some of the major streets would be around $193,000 and blacktop was around one fifty-seven. This actually went out to a vote. In the spring of 1950, a majority of Hernando voters approved a bond that raised $183,000 to begin the city's first paving project. The local paper was quoted as saying, work should start soon to get us out of the dust and mud that we have been in for so long. Also quoted, this is the first step to tour progress that Hernando has taken in many years. So 1950, paved roads here. I mean, think about that. That's only 70 years. Imagine spending 100 years 
just in the dust, just in the dirt, just in the mud. Very interesting. Hey, hard to believe is 1950 is when they started getting paved streets. We really, really take that for granted. But of course, we are still talking about paved streets, and now we're talking about pot- potholes and talking about paving streets over and over again. And uh, let's just say the bills that Mr. Joe Frank gives to the uh, Board of Aldermen, uh, they'd like to pave the entire uh, city for about $193,000 for sure. Thank you, Rob Long, for the DeSoto County Fact of the Week. We really appreciate you continuing to work with us and for us and pre- providing that information. DeSoto County Museum, 9 to 5, Tuesday through Saturday on Commerce Street across from the Bancorp South. This uh, solo version of the UTW podcast brought to you by DeSoto Family Dental Care. DeSoto Family Dental Care has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Dr. Paroli, and Dr. Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments, general dentistry, implants, implant-supported dentures, and recently, Invisalign. An in-house lab allows your dentist to be fully involved in the lab process and the end result. The office is designed to provide a safe, comfortable, and relaxing atmosphere for their patients. Visit their office today to see the DFDC difference. Give them a call at 429-5239. That's 429-5239. But again, visit their office today for the DFDC difference. We joke about it every single week, at least I do, every week about the amount of leaves all over Hernando, all over DeSoto County, every street, every house is covered with leaves. And if you're looking for assistance when it comes to your yard or your lawn, please reach out to William Services. William Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and much, much more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs, whether it's leaf removal that I continue to talk about, tree trimming, winter cleanups, anything on the outside of your home or business, anything. Call Richard. Let him come out take a look. If it's not something he does or not something he can do, he will help you find someone that can. No job too small, no job too large. Give Richard and his team a call at 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855. Or find more information about Richard and his team at Williams Lawn Services on Facebook. Again, Williams Lawn Services on Facebook. Podcast also brought to you by Green King Spray Services. Since 2001, they have been helping home and business owners enjoy lush, healthy, weed-free outdoor living spaces. They refuse to settle for the status quo, continuously researching and testing the very latest methods, products, and strategies to ensure your lawn looks better than the other guys. With technicians trained and educated with hours of continuing education and seminars every year, Green King is committed to doing everything they can to make and keep you satisfied. You can reach them at 662-892-8419. That's 662-892-8419. Visit their website, greenkingspray.com. That's greenkingspray.com. But remember, if you want it green, call the king. Again, at 662-892-8419. Thank you to Williams Lawn Service, DeSoto Family Dental Care, and Green King for continuing to support the UTW podcast. We really, really appreciate it. That brings us to sports. For the last uh, three or four weeks, we've covered the winter sports. I mean, I speak of soccer and basketball. Let's talk about soccer. North Point doesn't have soccer. Girls play in the fall, boys play in the spring, so we don't talk North Point soccer or won't until the fall. Let's talk about soccer when it comes to the Lewisburg girls. Lewisburg girls faced off 
on senior night against Olive Branch and won in convincing fashion, six to nothing. A really, really good senior night for Lewisburg, not such a good night for Olive Branch. Goals were scored by Kennedy Turner and also four goals scored by Brawley Ross. Four goals scored by Brawley Ross. Very, very impressive there. Lewisburg girls, uh, again, defeated Olive Branch 6 0. The Lewisburg boys, Patriots were just as dominant against the Keisters, winning 7 0, which included two goals by Ronaldo Cerna. Not the Ronaldo that we know, but Ronaldo Cerna. And also many more goals from m- multiple kids. Just an impressive, impressive victory. Uh, not the best of nights for Olive Branch for sure. Did not score in the girls' game or boys' game. And the Lewisburg girls and Lewisburg boys moved on with the victories. Quite impressive. Congratulations to them. Now, coming back down to Hernando, the Lady Tigers took on Saltillo Saturday morning in a muddy, cold match. The Lady Tigers, both were, of course, called the Lady Tigers, were tied 2-2 two to two at the end of regulation, so they had to go to penalty kicks. This is Hernando's third time this season. Not only penalty kicks, but three sudden-death kicks. They needed eight penalty kicks to win the match. Isabella Powers and Emmeline Smith had the goals in regulation, and the PKs were made by Riley Jackson, Liv Norris, Kendall Moore, Emmeline Smith, Olivia McNeely, Wynn Sanders, Lillian McDonald, and Catherine Bush. Let me just tell you, I am the announcer from the press box. I've, uh, it is an unpaid and volunteer position. So uh, you can imagine the quality, I guess. Uh, you know, that's what they always say. You know, the advice is worth what you uh, – your talent is worth what you uh, put into it. So wonderful game. Tied 2-2, two to two. the Hernando Lady Tigers were down 2-0 to nothing at halftime. Scored two goals in the second half to put it 2-2. Two to two. Went to penalty kicks. Most of our listeners are going to understand what you know soccer consists of and penalty kicks. So the first five girls walk out there. Uh, you know They tie there. The next five girls walk out there. They tie there. And then the, the last kick, Catherine Bush, as I mentioned just a second ago, she's the goalie. So she stopped the kick, then has the opportunity to get up there and go for the win, and Catherine did it. Just a wonderful, wonderful young lady, part of our youth group at the Hernando United Methodist Church. So Catherine Bush wins the game both on the goalie side and gets the final kick. So congratulations to the ladies on continuing to find a way to win. They will have a match tonight. Uh, if you hear this uh, show today, they will have a, their next match is right here at Anthony Jenkins Field tonight. So if you hear this show on Tuesday, get out there tonight and support the Hernando Lady Tigers. Game kicks off about 5 o'clock. Hernando boys, I can talk to you a little bit more about that game. Uh, keep it really simple, guys. Uh, it was an absolute beatdown. The Hernando Tigers defeated the Saltillo Tigers. I believe the final score was 7-1. to one. Uh, It was not even close. Kind of played slow for the first 15, 20 minutes. Hernando gets on the board. Boom, boom, boom. Saltillo gets back 2-1. to one, And then the floodgates open for Hernando. Just a really, really, um, you know, dominating victory by the Hernando boys for sure. Get out there tonight. The girls and boys play tonight against South Haven should be pretty good matches for both teams. Get out there tonight and see them again. Uh, I do have the opportunity to announce the game, not the full game, but just who comes in the game, the starting lineups, that type stuff. And we want to continue to say, uh, you know, congratulations to all the young people playing soccer right now in the public school ranks. Good luck. We have some really, really good soccer in DeSoto County. So if you enjoy soccer, get out there and see it. I think the weather tonight is supposed to be pretty good. So get out there and see it. Support these young people uh, while you can, and it's not 18 degrees outside. So uh, definitely shout out to the Hernando Tigers and Lady Tigers. Again, tonight against South Haven at home at Anthony Jenkins Field. Girls will kick off at 5 o'clock. The boys will follow that. So girls at 5, boys will follow. Good luck, Tigers, right here under the water tower. Well, let's turn our attention to a different kind of ball. I speak of basketball, of course. North Point does play basketball just the same as the boys at the same time. North Point girls, since our last show, 
The Lady Trojans had two games this past week, both on Thursday night and Friday night. So we taped last Thursday's show, so couldn't update them. So let's talk about the Thursday and Friday night. On Thursday night, they traveled to NBA in Frazier and played a very tough Lady Executives team in an extremely nice gym and atmosphere. Okay. Rarely do we get uh, an update on the show. <laughs> on our gym, what our gyms look like, but that's pretty cool. Um, Derek did want me to make note. He was very impressed with the, uh, the school, uh, MBA in Memphis and Frazier. So, uh, very impressed with the school and very impressed with the gym. So that's something that's pretty cool. NBA was ranked in Tennessee in the class, a public schools and played a very tough defense, a hounding defense and could hit three pointers. Well, the lady Trojans looked a little rattled to start the game and did not come out as, as well as they did the week before against MAHS. The teams went into halftime tied 16-16 on a three-pointer by the Lady Execs at the buzzer. The third quarter was a tight back-and-forth game. The Trojans got up seven, only to see the Lady Execs pull back even in the fourth quarter. The teams traded shots, but the Trojans were able to go up by three and then put the game away in the final seconds by making one of two free throws with 1.8 seconds left to go up four and seal the game at 42-38. The Trojans were led by Bethany Wright with 18 points and 7 rebounds and Briley Faye Cherry with 16 points and 10 rebounds. Lady Trojans uh, continue to win, continue to play really, really good basketball, and they did the same thing the next night. The Trojans traveled to Westminster Academy for their second district game. The Lady Trojans rested their seniors and faced the Lady Defenders using what would be the starting unit of next year's team. Part of that is junior leading scorer Briley Faye Cherry, who dominated the first quarter. The Trojans jumped out to a 15-2 lead after the first quarter and never looked back. The Trojans were led by Cherry, who had 18 points, and Madison Baker, who had 11. These two wins puts the Trojans to 8-0 on the season, undefeated. They don't play again until Saturday, December 18th, where they will face a top five in Class 2A Briarcrest at Trojan Gym. So good luck to those young ladies. We'll talk more about that on Friday. Hopefully I won't be solo again on Friday and we can talk more about that. Uh, but again, what, what a great week. Uh, 8-0 in the season, undefeated. So we definitely, definitely wish them nothing but the best when it comes to uh, you know continuing that undefeated season. For the North Point boys, the boys only played on Friday, did not play two games. They only played on Friday since our last show. They also faced Westminster and were looking to rebound from the t- tough loss to ECS last Tuesday. The Trojans used tough defense and fast pace of play to score 35 points in each half and held the defenders to 34 overall for a final victory of 70-34, to which pushed the Trojans' record to 5-2 and two and pulled them even in district. Obviously, Westminster basketball is not a juggernaut by any stretch. They will also not play until next Saturday and play Rossville Christian at home before the girls' game. So, again, look forward to breaking that game down this coming Friday. Let's move a little bit south, come down to talk about Lewisburg. The Lady Patriots took on cross-county rival Lady, the Lady Gators of Lake Comrant, and the game started out fast-paced with the, with the Lady Patriots taking a 31-22 lead into the locker room for the half. The lead was cut to six at the end of the, th- the third, and both teams battled hard and traded baskets with Lake Comrant taking a two-point lead with six seconds left and the Lady Patriots with the ball. The Lady Patriots could not convert and lost the game 55-53. That's 55-53 last week for the Lake Comrade girls defeating the Lady Patriots. The boys' game started out the same with the Patriots jumping out to a 25, 26-15 first quarter lead. Lake Comrade came roaring back in the second to score 24 points and take a 39-35 lead into the break. The Gators extended the lead to nine at the end of the third and maintained that margin plus one to win the game 78-68. Joe Nelson led the Patriots with 18 points. Hayden Drumright added 14, and Noah Jorgensen had 10. The Patriots fall to 8-5 and five and will try to break, break their three-game losing streak tonight against Independence. That's tonight against Independence. Now, the game's under the water tower since our last show. 
Now we move, <clears throat> now we move under the water tower. The Hernando girls game versus Germantown was canceled due to the storms that were coming in on Friday night, but they did have a game Saturday night. They had a game scheduled for next Saturday. I guess they moved that game up already against Jackson Academy out of Jackson, Mississippi. This will be a home game against a very good private school. J.A. took a 17-10 lead after the first quarter and extended that lead to 33-17 at halftime. Hernando was able to narrow the lead to eight in the third, only to see J.A. maintain that point margin and win by the final score of 45-37. That's 45-37. Abby Harrison had 17 for the Lady Tigers, and Demaya Cummings had 12 in that game against J.A. The soccer team was actually playing the game, and we were calling that game, and Brian Couch and myself were sitting in the press box trying to figure out the Klein Tours bus. But that's obvious now that J.A. had a Klein Tours bus there at Hernando for that particular game. So very interesting. The boys' game against J.A. started out much like the girls. Hernando was down 18-12 to at the end of the first, but only trailed 35-29 at halftime. However, J.A. was able to extend this lead to 14 points at the end of the third to 60-46, and the defense took over in the fourth with each team only scoring eight points to end with the final result 68-54. Unfortunately, the scoring leaders for the Tigers were not given out. Both teams will now face Lake Cormorant tonight at home, so the same time that the soccer match is going on, the boys and girls basketball teams for Hernando will be playing Lake Cormorant tonight. So get there early if you can because parking will be scarce. So the soccer match, 5-7, five five and seven, girls and boys basketball will be playing tonight as well. So really, really cool things happening there tonight at the uh, Hernando High School. So get out there and support the local young people if you can. Lake Cormorant will bring a good crowd, so definitely, definitely get over there and support the men and women that are playing soccer and the men and women that are playing and basketball so we really really appreciate all the information given out to us via twitter given out to us so we can keep up with the soccer and basketball scores and stats for the local uh you know teams right here on the water tower we really really appreciate that well look i mean again it is a solo show if this is your first time tuning into the utw podcast we really really appreciate you joining us uh this morning on our tuesday show uh but we do have a co-host mr Derek big lane uh, is under the weather and uh, he will be back with us soon but we typically have two guys kind of going back and forth uh I like to think maybe making the show a little bit better. But look, if you enjoy our show, find us on Facebook at UTW Podcast, on Instagram at UTW Podcast, and on Twitter at UTW Pod. If you enjoy our show, share it. Share it with friends. Share it with family. Share it on Hernando Happenings or Facebook or anywhere you'd like to share it. Help us continue to grow right here under the water tower. And also support our local advertisers, Lauderdale Insurance, Mobile Car and Van Rental, North Point Christian School, Williams Lawn Services, DeSoto Family Dental Care, and Green King. Also support our studio sponsor, How to Barbecue Right, and definitely our presenting sponsor, a gentleman that continues to invest in me and Derek and really, uh, you know, born and raised under the water tower and wants to see and highlight special things going on in the city, especially young people playing sports. That's Mr. Brian Couch of Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. Please consider supporting all of our sponsors. If you're interested in advertising with the UTW Podcast, email us at underthewatertowerinfo at gmail.com. That's underthewatertowerinfo at gmail.com. Wherever you can hear our voice, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, please consider giving us a five-star review. Give us that five-star review. Help us move up when it comes to local podcasts. If you enjoy our show, you would definitely enjoy OB Pod. Simply stands for Olive Branch. They cover the eastern side of DeSoto County. They drop a show early Monday mornings. That's early, really early Monday mornings, covering all the week's events uh, in the past in the previous week, covering Center Hill, Olive Branch, and Lewisburg. 
OBPod. Look them up. Before I sign off again, best wishes to Derek. Get well wishes to Derek, but definitely happy birthday. Derek's been a really good friend of mine now for over 20 years and just a great, great guy. And nobody deserves uh, better wishes or happy birthdays than Derek Big Lang. So Derek, hope to be back with you soon. Uh, get well, my friend. Well, if there's nothing else, I'm Matt for Derek. Join us next time under the water tower. We're